0: This podcast is brought to you by ideate and execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise ideate massively valuable new products or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. and welcome to Think Future Podcast. Wow, what happened to my grammar there? The Think Future Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kalabukis, And once again, we're coming at you live from deep, deep, deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation startups, the future. Not necessarily those and not necessarily in that Order it is show number fifty nine, and uh, spent a day with Windows ten uh, from my last show. Been talking about it a little bit. It's uh, not bad. It's a teensy bit faster than uh, Windows eight. Uh, going back to the desktop was a nice little uh, kind of retro since i got there i mean it was not bad at all um the thing one of the features that i was most excited about was cortana the voice recognition is not that good it just does not work as well as i thought it would um <clears throat> what i say the other day i said launch movie maker and it took me to looney tunes so uh that didn't work so well so windows 10 kind of a mixed bag. I like the fact that it's a bit faster, uh, but some of the other features and functionality that it's got are... You know what? Is it the thing that's going to save Microsoft? Who knows? I doubt it. I mean, the question is, does Microsoft really need saving? I mean, they're doing well, aren't they? But I digress. I was talking this morning about the long tail again In on my uh, video show and I was thinking about the less popular stuff and how it's doesn't seem as relevant anymore to the search engines basically the search engines themselves have been co-opted by head content so when you go in and search for uh, anything on any topic you end up getting the popular stuff. You don't get the relevant stuff. You get the popular stuff. Now, some people might go, whoa, Chris, what are you talking about? What's the difference between relevance and popularity? Huge, huge difference between relevance and popularity. But it seems like the popularity, I mean, if you think about it, that's kind of where uh, Google's initial algorithm came from, is how many people are linking to you that is their determination of relevance. And if that's still at the core of Google's algorithm, then obviously, it has to do with popularity. I guess what I'm trying to say, let's let's, oh, I'm good, let's meta this up a little bit. Is the crowd always right? Is the fact that 20,000 people like something make something more relevant than if 100 people like something. I'll give you an example. There was a uh, startup I was involved with and they finally launched their product a little while ago and I went to the page in the app store and there were 45 five star reviews all within a couple days of launch, and they all seem to be written in the same peppy tone. And then there was one one star review a couple days ago, so this giant, giant blob of reviews the moment it launched, and then nothing, and then one horrible review. just a couple days ago. Yet, this probably got some news and press and and uh, some recognition because of the popularity. When I could tell you, by just by looking at those reviews and those ratings, is that they couldn't all possibly be true. But, hey, let's not say anything about the possibility that people are gaming the system in order to get somewhere. But let's look at it from the high level. Does the crowd necessarily give us the most relevant result? Just because 7,000... Social proof, right? Just because 7,000 people shared this thing, does that mean it's relevant? What? Tell me about those 7,000 people. Do those 7,000 people really know about the topic? Are those 7,000 people anything like you? Are those 7,000 people older than you, younger than you, male, female? Did those 7,000 people like the same things you do? We don't know. We have no idea. We just look at that and go, whoa, 7,000 people thought that was great. It must be great. We have to stop being sheep. We have to just stop looking at numbers and going, whoa, if so many people like this thing, I'll probably like it too. If so many people favorited this thing, I'll probably favor it too. I really should look at that. We have to understand, folks, that Everything that we see, it's kind of like, okay, (laughs) here's a good example. Here's a good metaphor. Reality TV versus scripted TV. Scripted versus unscripted, they're talking about it, right? They they call it, right? But (laughs) I wouldn't call it unscripted. It's fairly scripted in the editing. The difference between reality TV and fictional or uh, scripted TV is that one is supposedly real, And you're getting sort of like the raw feed of what people are really like. And the other one is fiction. So it's fact versus fiction. But the reality is is that that fact is not really fact. That's also fiction too. Everything we're seeing is fiction. Boy, I'm talking like we're in the matrix or something like that. But everything we see is fiction. So those results that you're getting on Google, when you search for something... Those aren't the most relevant results. Those are the results that Google wants you to see. Big difference. When you look on Facebook, that stream that you get in Facebook, that is the stream that Facebook wants you to see. Not the most relevant things that are important to you. Big difference. Because we look through we look at the internet through these lenses. We are stuck with whatever Google, Facebook, Bing, Yahoo, whoever these big engines give us, is what we're going to get. We don't have an anti search engine which truly gives us relevant results as opposed to popular results. The popular stuff will always show up at the top and the rest are further down. It's just, and it's, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Right? When was the last time you saw a relatively unpopular blog show up on the first page of your search results? Well, maybe if you search for it exactly and specifically. But since when does popularity equal relevance? It doesn't. As far as I'm concerned, relevance and popularity are two completely different things. Is the crowd always right? And my answer is No. The crowd is not always right. Just because something has 7,000 likes doesn't mean it's good. Doesn't mean it's relevant. Doesn't mean it has meaning to you. And that's one of the things that annoyed me when Facebook started messing around with their feed is that I would post things to my friends and my friends wouldn't see it. But then they did this little pop-up that said, hey, for seven bucks, your friends will be guaranteed to see this update. And I'm like... Wow, what's the point of using this as a communication tool for my friends when I can't be assured that any of them will see this? And sure Facebook will come back at you and say, Well, that's a function of uh, content. There's just so much content that we really have we have to do our own, you know, sort of automated curation on that content, and only the more relevant stuff gets to your friends. I call bull on that. It's not relevant stuff. It's stuff that you want me to see. So if my post is irrelevant in your eyes, in your filters, then my friends are not going to see it. Same with Google. If Google doesn't want this this site to show up high, it will purposely dumb it down, whether or not it's broken its own rules. I'm just tired of popularity being the thing that drives relevance. Because I can tell you that the reality is, is that everyone is unique. Everyone is different. Everyone has a different mindset. And when marketers and search engines start lump clumping us in to different cohorts and say well you know you're gonna like this because you're of this age and you're male and you're white and blah 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 so i'm gonna give you this and i'm gonna give you this because you're female and blah, blah 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 even though it could be relevant for both that's when we see that the true the true promise of the internet has been broken the true promise of the internet was at the beginning stages of all of these things. The beginning stages of podcasting. The beginning stages of YouTube. The beginning stages of blogging. The beginning stages of search engines. When those things were beginning, they were truly person-to-person engines. You could show up in the top rankings of a result, even if you weren't super popular, but you were relevant. But nowadays, all of these players have basically lopped off the tail content in lieu of the head. Whether it's podcasting, whether it's video casting, whether it's it's YouTube, or whether it's um, blogging. You really have to have a ton of money behind your effort in order to get up there. And even content marketing, even even content marketing itself, which I mean, I'm going to talk about uh, how I feel that content marketing may be a scam at some point. I'm going to do a future show on that. I did do a blog post about it already. Even content marketing itself won't get you into the big leagues either. So how do you get how do you get visibility in today's world? It's almost impossible unless you have a ton load of funding and you're able to pay off Google, pay off Facebook, pay off Yahoo, pay off Bing, pay off Amazon, pay off all of these gateways to the Internet. The promise of putting up your website and being found and actually communicating to the world... It's just not there anymore. And I think we need to figure out some way of bringing that back because there's so much good stuff out there. There's so much good stuff out there that we're not seeing because of the... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? This cadre. This... It's not cadre. It's like a <laughs> cartel. That's right. This cartel of big engines that we're all using which decides what we're going to see and what we're not going to see relevance is not popularity and my sense is i don't know what we're going to have to do in order to break this it's more of a cabal than it is a cartel let's call it a cabal that basically runs our runs our internet experience anyways that's it for me for today see you next time and until then don't forget to think future. future.